0: On the last podcast that we recorded You were asking me What I thought about your progress Because you were were patting yourself on the back For making some progress
1: Yeah, but now that I look back at it I fucking wasn't doing shit, dude I I got up with Kayla And then, like, nothing happened I didn't make any progress
2: Yes, Rasta people So long, so long, so long Sign and crying, take
0: Episode 8, Not Off The Ground Podcast Starting to wonder why we ever even published any of these episodes Quick update, Shamrock, Brandon, he's still missing in action It's been a hell of a week, I'm fucking exhausted Working my ass off, started a new job a couple weeks ago And I'm working this other little like part-time gig. So I got like three jobs. I went from sitting around all quarantine for like three months, hardly working, to literally hustling seven days a week, leaving the house at between six and seven in the morning and getting home between eight and nine at night. It's scary. You know why it's scary? Last week I celebrated 365 consecutive days without the use of any drugs or alcohol. But it wasn't a a big deal to me. I didn't go to a meeting. I didn't pick up a chip. I didn't pick up a key tag. There was no celebration because though I do understand and appreciate the significance of such a milestone, There's still a level of guilt that's hanging out with me because I've been here before. July of 2019, I was five years sober and I relapsed on a 24-hour binge. One 24-hour bender punched that clock and started my sobriety all over again. It's crazy. How one decision can change your life in such a drastic way. A year ago, I had a successful podcast. I was a student, had a full-time job. I was wearing myself thin, burning myself out. And here I am a year later, just getting back into the same shit. NOTG's taking off. Thanks to all you guys. Fucking working my ass off. It's wild. It's like, fuck, I'm almost like back to square one, back to where I was. I guess that's what's scary about the way I was feeling this week, about being as tired as I am today, right now. Friday night, recording this intro for the podcast that's going to be released Sunday morning. I didn't want to come down here and record this shit tonight. I'm fucking tired. Physically, emotionally, I'm tired. What got me into trouble a year ago, was not taking care of myself. And I'm seeing a little bit of those patterns starting to creep back in. The old podcast was all about recovery. It was an addiction podcast. And I felt boxed in. I felt restricted on the things that I could, could and couldn't talk about. It just, it, it was superficial. It wasn't me. And that's why I'm doing this low key, somewhat anonymous With no marketing, no social media, no, here I am, come listen to me. There's over 900,000. Check that. 900,000 podcasts to choose from on iTunes. So why the fuck am I going to jump around and tell people to come listen to my shit? It's not about that. Remember, I told you guys a few episodes ago that we recorded all these things like like over a month ago. And so every week I get to listen back to these as I edit them and clean up the audio a little bit. And it's refreshing to hear these conversations that I had with my good friend, Brandon. And that's not what we have today. You know, we don't have the same relationship that we had a month ago. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's up with him. I'm honestly worried. So today's episode, I decided to go with something. Because I'm running out of stuff on my hard drive, things that we pre-recorded, I decided to go with this telephone conversation that me me and him had one night that was kind of just like a check-in about everything that has taken place over the course of this last month everything that you've heard so far and will hear in the future is in sequential order based off of when we recorded it. And that's including these conversations. So today's podcast is only like a 30 little over 30 minute telephone conversation that me and Brandon had kind of talking about the whole Kayla thing and the relationship thing and where he's at. And one of the things that he mentioned in that episode today is he felt like the universe was testing him, that the universe was testing him on all of the things that he's been practicing or learning over the course of the last month, all of the things that he's been working on. He felt like he's being challenged. I didn't chime right in on the phone call, but I was thinking about it today as I listened back because that's a common thought that comes up in all of us. When times get tough, we're being challenged. Why does this shit happened to me? It's a, it's a way, it's a form of us taking the circumstances of our life personally. If I could just get through this challenge, I'll be okay. I can't believe this is happening to me. The list goes on and on and on. And I got to, it, it. It got me thinking because some shit, some shit went down in my house today. That's super irrelevant to the scenario. Basically, my fairly new TV broke, and I was talking to my girlfriend about it on the telephone about what happened to my TV, and she was like, "I can't believe that you're not mad about it." And I genuinely wasn't. Number one, I hardly watch TV. But number two, it's just a TV. It's just a minimal piece of my life. Minimal. Just a thing in my life. What would happen if I got mad about it? Right? Like, what what would happen? What, What would that solve? Would it fix my TV? Would it bring my TV back to life? Absolutely not. And this happened after I listened to today's audio. And I wish I had told Brandon this at the time of our recording when he brought it up. So I'm going to tell him now. These moments in our life that we we consider or we call challenges. Right? Life's challenging me. The universe is challenging me. And... It's so fucking cliche, but people talk about living in the moment. And, but really what, what rings true to me is like, what if, what if it's not a challenge? What if you, is there a way that you can shift your perspective and look at this situation from a point of view of this is how life is? I experience wonderful range of emotions on a day-to-day basis what society tells me is good and bad but why do i have to label these experiences as good or bad why can't they just be life it's just the way it is my motherfucking tv broke today it's no big deal god willing my life will go on and so when you listen to Brandon talk today about these challenges that he's going through, think about how how he would feel if he looked at it from that same perspective. It's not a challenge. It's just life. Now, we do have a little bit of influence over the outcomes of some of these situations based off of the amount of effort that we put into it. But if I looked at every, if I looked at every bad thing that happened to me in my life as life challenging me, I would probably label myself as unsuccessful. Cause if you're looking at it that way, I would probably lose more of these challenges than I do win. It would almost make me feel like a failure. Yeah, I survive them. Yeah, I get through them. My batting average would not put me in the majors. Just the way it is. So I don't know. It's just the shit that I was thinking about today. He was scheduled to come over on Wednesday night and record a podcast with me. And he did not show up. He checked in with me on Tuesday. He texted me, said, hey, er, check that. He checked in with me Wednesday morning. And he said, I'll see you tonight. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to do it. He's going to show up. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. We talked about meeting here at 8 p.m. Wednesday I told you guys last week on last week's intro that was going to record some more podcasts. And, uh, so he checked in with me. He hit me up. We had made the schedule. We had talked like Monday and Tuesday, a little bit via text and talked about setting the time and when we were going to do it. We locked in that time. And then he texted me Wednesday morning and said, love you, bro. I'll see you tonight. And I was like, fuck yeah. He's going to do it. Right. He he's, He's taking the initiative. He's reaching out and saying he's coming. It, didn't, it wasn't me asking him, hey, are you going to be here. It was him taking the steps. Got home from work late, kind of sat around, Got the came downstairs, fucked around with the equipment a little bit. Needless to say, he didn't show up. And, you know, I was wondering if he was going to. He texted me at 4.11 a.m. And this is what he says. I'm sorry, man. I worked 10 hours yesterday of pure, intense, physical labor and had to rest. Love you, bro. What? 10 hours of pure, intense, physical labor. (laughs) I'm not laughing at what you do for a living, but fuck, dude. You shown up here before after work. Four eleven in the morning, I really have to question what exactly is going on. Am I being duped? What do you think? Y'all have listened to seven episodes. Y'all have heard the same shit over and over and over again. You haven't heard all of the phone calls. What you're going to hear tonight is just one of the phone calls. You haven't heard all the phone calls of the nights that he said he was going to come and he didn't show up. And I had to call him and record the conversation, mind you, with with his knowledge, of course, with his consent, of course. But y'all haven't heard all that. Y'all haven't been privy to that. I'm thinking about at some point making like a compilation and just kind of putting all those together because some of them are shorter uh, conversations than what you're going to hear today. So before we start the episode, I'm going to try to call him real quick and see what he has to say for himself. If you would like to say anything on this intro and, uh, we will go from there. So let's see if we can get him on the hook. Ain't looking good. I'm sorry. So, that ain't going to happen on this intro, but, um, yeah, that's what I got, man. I was supposed to tonight, Friday night. I had talked to the gentleman who's known Brandon since third grade, who hit me up on the hotline and wanted to come in. He, He was trying to drag Brandon in. he's a coworker, number one. And number two, he said he's known Brandon since third grade. So he said, he would either try to get Brandon to come, and if not, I told him, just come on and let me and you do the pod. So we scheduled a time to do it tonight, and I backed out on him because I just got home from work a few minutes ago, and I just didn't. Um, I He reached out to me this evening, and I said, oh, it's just not a good night. I am scheduled myself to work Saturday and, and Sunday at my new job. Taking on extra hours, not having the weekend off, just because my girl's out of town, I scheduled myself to work, and so I gotta be up at five thirty a.m. tomorrow. So it just wasn't a good night. Maybe tomorrow we'll uh, we'll do something, but in the coming t- coming days, if we can't get a hold of Shamrock, we do have some people coming in, and I got some other ideas for some other potential guests. If this motherfucker wants to keep do- playing these games, we'll get some heavy hitters in here and see how he likes it. <laughs> So, um, Hey, check it out. We got, y'all are tuning in all over, all over, man. I just want to say, I've been throwing out the hotline number. I've been throwing out our email address every week. Some of you have reached out. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from Seattle, Washington. I want to hear from Raleigh, North Carolina. I want to hear from Creedmoor, North Carolina. I want to hear from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I want to hear from Lancaster, South Carolina. That's where all you guys are tuning in from. I want to hear from you guys. Especially Seattle and Chattanooga, Durham. These places that aren't necessarily close by. How did you find us? What do you like about the program? Do you have anything to contribute? I'm really curious because of this um, underground radio technique that I'm going with. Which is so fucking foreign to 2020. No Instagram, no Facebook. No Twitter, no website, no social media. For real. If you listen to this podcast, you either got it from Brandon or you found us somehow. So I want to hear from you guys. Hit me up. I'll, if you text me, I'll give you a holler. I'll give you a call. I want to talk to you guys. The telephone number for the hotline is 828-482-5915. And our email address is notgpod.com. At gmail.com. If you don't want to talk to me and you just want to send a voice message, just record a voice message on your phone and email it or text text me a link. Play it on a pod. So, that's a lot of shit. I hope Shamrock comes around. I fucking miss him. You could throw this podcast away. I miss the time with him. He was helping me just as much as I was helping him. It was a fucking reciprocal relationship. I haven't been to the lake in weeks. I haven't been on my kayak in weeks. I haven't been fishing in weeks. All the things. You heard me a few weeks ago. All the things that were making me feel better about my life. I haven't been doing. And that's what concerns me. I was talking a few minutes ago. That's what concerns me. I'm not doing the shit that got me to the dance. The last time this happened, I fucking relapsed. But you know what's different? This go around than last time is I see it coming. I recognize that I'm not doing the shit that got me here. Last time I didn't recognize it. Last time I thought that the other things that I was doing would get me through it. It was a fucking rough year. It was a really rough year. But I'm back, baby. 365 days, son. All right, let's let this fucker rip. Episode number eight. Fill my cup with wisdom. Welcome to the podcast that never got off of the ground because our executive producer and co-host is too busy drinking from the well of suffering.
1: <laughs> That's right, my friend. Welcome to the show. right.
0: Thursday night, ten thirty. It's our it's our yeah. our dedicated recording hours. We got a lot. Yeah. To, we got a lot to cover. A lot to go over. I hope you have plenty of time.
1: Yeah. Well I was trying to go to sleep but I can't really sleep.
0: Why not, man?
1: I got a lot on my mind here lately.
0: <laughs> Every time you get behind this microphone, you always have a lot on your mind.
1: Yeah, dude, I've had a lot on my mind for the past week or two.
0: What's on your mind, man?
1: Females and
0: <laughs> It always goes back to, It always goes back to females, man. I hate them. Females, jobs, podcasts. That's what's stressing you out. (laughs) You hate them.
1: Um, Yeah, they're my weakness.
0: You got to learn. You got to learn to love and nurture your weaknesses. Turn your weaknesses into your strengths through compassion and kindness.
1: Heck yeah, man, where'd you read that at?
0: <laughs> it came. It's in my head, man. What do you mean? Where'd I read it? <laughs> it
1: sounds. It sounds pretty good. Sounds like something you like read out of the Bible or something, huh? I,
0: I picked up this book. I went uh, over last weekend. I went over to Uncle Bill's flea market. There was this old hip. There was this hipster dude, uh, a little bit older than me. He was selling books. Yeah. I got. I got it out of his book. He was selling. He was selling uh, books, some kind of spiritual shit. I don't really know what what tradition or anything, but he was selling some type of book that I picked up, and he was also selling sassafras. <laughs> do you know the guy? I
1: don't know, man. I stay away from whatever. I, whatever I do with that's crazy, crazy shit. Well, you liked what was in the book so far. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you go to the well tonight, <laughs> man?
1: Not the only thing I've been I've done after I got off the phone with you is uh play tag with Raven and then um played the PS four for a second and then watched the movie for a second now I'm trying to sleep. Uh-huh. But I still my mind my mind's not calm though, it's not not ready to go to sleep.
0: What do we do when our minds aren't calm?
1: We calm it down. How? Meditation and prayer.
0: Did you do either of that, of right. those two things? Not yet. Working on it?
1: I don't know how to meditate.
0: <laughs> you sat in the woods with me and meditated? What were you doing when I was meditating?
1: I was just, I was just, you know, like, using imagery of a rock that falling down into the the water.
0: You were meditating? In the
1: bottom. Oh, okay. Maybe I can do that. I can just use imagery.
0: Did you watch the video that I sent you?
1: I watched a little bit of it, but the clarity isn't very good. the quality I think it's because of uh, my internet or I don't know
0: I went to ca- I have
1: to um wait until I get a strong enough internet to uh, feed and I had my p s we're on, and my grandmother has her uh, Roku on, and and uh, Raven's probably on her cell phone. So there's all kinds of taking up the bandwidth right now.
0: A little too much bandwidth on the wire, huh?
1: Yeah, I gotta watch it when when everybody's off of this, you know.
0: So what's your plan, man? What are you gonna do? Uh, what are you gonna do this weekend?
1: I haven't really made a plan, man. Kinda wanna. Calm down. I just wanna calm down and and uh do like Kayla said and get my head get my head on right or whatever she got. got something Day at a time. Straight.
0: Just yeah. for today?
1: Just for today. I want to practice control and not be att- attached to Kayla.
0: What about the next broad that swims up to next- you?
1: Next one's going to get a double dose.
0: <laughs> a double dose?
1: Yeah, because I'm going to have all this attachment built up and everything.
0: You're just going to pounce?
1: <laughs> you're going
0: to pounce yeah. like the Tiger King you are?
1: Yeah, God help the poor woman, whoever she's going to be.
0: God grant you the serenity to accept the things you cannot change? I have trouble accepting those things. The courage to change the things that you can.
1: Yeah.
0: And the wisdom to know the difference.
1: I don't have the wisdom to know any of the difference.
0: You're working on it, man. You're getting there. On, on, did we do a podcast last night? Night before. On the last podcast that we recorded, you were asking me what I thought about your progress. Because you were patting yourself on the back. For making some progress.
1: Yeah, but now that I look back at it, I fucking wasn't doing shit. Dude, <laughs> I got I got up with Kayla and then like nothing happened. I didn't make any progress.
0: You got up with Kayla, next thing you know, you're trying to climb back into her bed?
1: Yeah, so now's when I'm gonna start the progress. Now. Starting today? Yep.
0: What's the girl's name at the Waffle House? Stephanie. I think we should call Stephanie and get to the bottom of this situation here.
1: Go ahead, man. I don't have her number. You don't? No, I tried to find her on Facebook and ask her what the hell's going on, but I don't know. I, I think I found her face. I found her profile, but I don't think she's using her Facebook. I don't know. It doesn't matter, anyways.
0: You didn't send her a message?
1: No, I sent her a message. You did (laughs) asked her what what she told Kayla, and then I'm not mad. I'm just curious. You know, I'm just a little bit upset because of how Kayla feels. (laughs) Oh, I
0: sent her a message. She just didn't.
1: What the fuck? I don't remember saying anything bad to her.
0: Of all people, if you're gonna say something bad about her, you're gonna say something to somebody that's not gonna get back to. Like me. <laughs> it's not going to get back to her. Right.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, well.
0: <laughs> what if you sent the message to the wrong Stephanie?
1: i I seen the picture. It's, oh, sorry, it's, it's, it's the same girl. It is? Yeah. I just don't know if she's using that profile.
0: If she's anything like you, she's got like six different profiles going out there with all the same picture. No one knows which one's the real you.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: I was on Facebook for like two two years or something like that, and you sent me about six different friend requests, and I just got to the point where I just stopped accepting the them because I thought your account kept getting hacked. You had so many new ones popping
1: up. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I thought all. I thought I had one or two discs for the whole.
0: No, you would always get locked out or something weird, something, and then.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to the last one. I got, I got dis disabled by not just on Facebook but on Instagram too. Yeah. Said so fuck like it, made a new account. I haven't really been messing with it. I deleted all my relationships, um, uh, whatever they call it, you know tinder and bumble and all that stuff snapchat you got, Instagram. you got Sorry.
0: rid you got rid of snapchat yeah when today
1: no i got rid of it like a couple of days ago a few days ago that's and a, i got rid of um
0: that's what those are all steps in the right
1: direction man yeah i still got facebook but i just i could i just use messenger to get in touch with people i don't go on, so I not go and look at that shit on news feed.
0: I told you to get on Tinder and find some out of town peoples, didn't I? Yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead and do that. I don't know how to do all that, man.
1: Well, I'm retired from the relationship finding.
0: You're out the game? Hold yeah, on.
1: Yeah, I'm out of the game, man.
0: Say that one more time. What are you doing?
1: I have retired from relationship game whatever you want to call it, relationship finding.
0: Say I have retired from seeking relationships.
1: I have retired from seeking relationships.
0: That a boy. Well, that's the progress then, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Now what do I do? Just stay lonely for the rest of my life?
0: No, do take the advice of the people, man. What do the people say?
1: I, for, I forgot about all that stuff.
0: Get to know yourself, learn to love yourself, be comfortable with yourself. It was important for me to get comfortable with loneliness. Make loneliness my friend. That's why I can sit here in the cabin all day long with nothing but podcasts playing, you know? Make loneliness your friend. Find comfort in boredom. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) You will?
1: It's going to be hard. I'll try. It's going to be hard.
0: It's not. None of this is easy, yeah. man. The recovery stuff's not easy. The changing, change period, change period is not easy. You know that's why we're attached to these things. That's why these things give us comfort because it's hard. It's difficult to let them go. It's difficult to to change shit. Anything, man. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I see the. I see where you're getting at.
0: You see the parallels. But yeah,
1: you Sometimes you just. You're comfortable with and content with suffering and addiction and attachment and all that shit because it's it'd be so hard to change. Period. That you just sometimes you don't want to put the work in.
0: Sometimes we would rather suffer than do the work that it takes to change. Because I could wake up yeah. in the, I could wake up in the morning and. Say, I'm not going to text this chick. But by the end of the day, I done had a whole conversation with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could wake up in the morning and say, I'm not going to drink today. But unless I do something about it, you know, unless I take some action, chances are I'll be drinking. Unless I drink from, unless I go to the well, Drink from the well. Odds are, I'll be drinking, son.
1: Yeah, man, I've been, I've been drinking. <laughs> not today, but I think, yeah, yesterday I did. The day before, but I'm really trying to trying and stop, man. Mm-hmm. That's not. I don't know. I'm. I'm just gonna have to put the work and in, into that change as well. But. On the bright side of all this shit, I've been pretty good at work today. I'm actually, like, figuring some shit out.
0: You're starting to recognize the patterns. You know, you're starting to see these things in yourself. I was out at the lake or whatever, and you sent me that text message, and everything that you said in that text message was stuff we've been talking about. But this time, you initiated it. You brought it up. You said it. You said, I'm done with this shit, you know? Yeah. Without having to talk through it to realize it. And I think that's a big that's a um some import some important that shows important growth. Right? I think that's what meditation yeah. and all that does is it really al- allows us to um become self-aware. And I think that's what's most important is that we're not we're we lack self-awareness. Cuz yeah. cuz we get tied so up. call
1: that mindfulness as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get tied up in the external things. You know, we get tied up in the uh, girlfriends or tied up in the bar or tied up in the job, tied up in the podcast. And we lose that sense of self-awareness as far as, like, what's going on inside of us.
1: How, yeah, I think Facebook and social media can also affect you as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It can make touch with you. Reality, like your self awareness as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you have all these friends, you think you have all these friends, but really you don't have any friends. You you don't have real connections. But yeah, man, I'm self aware. I am definitely self aware, and it it really hurt to come face to face with this demon today, man. It, I turned around, like you said, and I looked him right in the fucking face and said, "Fuck you! I'm done with this." You know, I said, "I'm done playing this game." You told her that? No, I told the my problem inside me, not her. Like I'm talking, you know, hypothet, like you know, I'm not talking like you know, I, to somebody. I'm talking to my. I was talking to myself. I said, "I'm fucking done with this game." You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I turned, I, I stopped running away from the problem and drink, and you know, I realized, I just turned around and faced it, you know, and it kind of hurt. Kind, it was kind of emotional. But then, I felt peace. I feel a little bit of peace, you know, because I'm. I know what my problem is, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to put the work into staying away from
0: it. Yeah, just, just um, acknowledging the problem. I mean, that's what step one is. But just acknowledging the problem brings a pretty significant sense of relief. Now the shit won't doesn't last. It's fleeting, but. Just knowing that, all right, I see what's going on here. Just being able to say that, just, uh, you know what, I fucking, I'm aware of what's going on here. I see what's happening. Gives you the, gives you the opportunity to do something about it.
1: What I'm going to have to do to keep, you know, things going, I'm going to have to keep writing in the journal and I'm going to have to keep praying and meditating and doing my devotionals. And I'm going to go, I'm going to get back into church. Go back to the church? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go get back into church. Maybe. I don't know if I'll have time with this freaking job. But I think that's a good start, man. Yeah, I I, I got a plan. Uh moral, rule number one. No cuddling with Kayla. <laughs> yeah. Rule number two, stay on the the path. Like stay on recovery path, don't do any substances rule number three stay i like, keep doing my journal and praying and meditation and drinking from the well
0: that's it so, just those just really those things
1: anything. i don't know what else you think
0: um not seeking out more women that'll bring you down
1: oh yeah yeah that's definitely a big one i think that was probably rule number one that was combined in with like not cuddling with any. Not trying to go cuddle with anybody.
0: You specifically said yeah. Kayla.
1: Okay, well, I mean, okay, I, I mean Kayla. Kayla and also every other woman on Earth, okay? Not right now.
0: Maybe you're bisexual.
1: Fuck no. You're not bisexual? I'm, I'm strictly female. Maybe if you laid up. I'm looking for females
0: maybe if you lay, you no know, you're not looking for anybody maybe if you laid up with the shaman and he gave you that good D you would <sighs> snap out of it no
1: there's not enough sassafras on earth that could make me do that
0: <laughs> there's not enough sassafras on the planet to make you lay up with a shaman
1: no <sighs> I hear you.
0: What's What, uh, so what's the on the agenda for tomorrow, man?
1: Uh, I've made plans with Kayla with her work, but you made
0: plans with Kayla. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> was that before She's or after? Plans. Was that before or after y'all got into a fight?
1: It was before, but I think she said she was already angry at me when she made the plan. Oh, okay. And also, also, she said that she still wants to do it tomorrow like over one of the voice clips but that that she was not wanting me to be thinking that we're boyfriend and girlfriend or something like that and I was like okay So I don't know I think she's having some conflict on trying to figure out what me and her you know what we are and I don't know what she's thinking she's kind of giving me some mixed signals
0: she's going through some stuff of her own
1: yeah she's going through some stuff of her own you got about two or three other guys you know two or three are, other dudes at,
0: two or three other dudes lurking around the hen house,
1: eh? Yeah, so she's probably on the defensive and she just wants a friend and I don't need a girlfriend. Right yeah. now anyways.
0: Since you've like are since it's all, whatever's already happened, do you think it's are you capable of just being friends with her?
1: Yeah, today was a slap in the face. Um she set me. She set me straight, and I set myself down. And I was mad at her at first, but then I was like, you know what? She's she's right, and I'm, you know, I'm in a fantasy right now, and I need to get out of it. And I set myself down. You know, like I said, I my metaphor of the gate. You know, I let her in, and I pushed her out now, and I'm I'm closing the gate, and then I'm putting the lock on it, and then. We can see each other through the gate, but we're not going to let her in. Who's got the key? Man, I don't know who's got the key.
0: Because that's going to, that's probably going to.
1: So, yeah, I need to figure out what the key will be. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, what what should I look for for a key? Like, maybe not even have a key for that lock for a while. And then when I do decide that, that there is a key. There will be communication, it'll be called like a communication compromise, all that recipe stuff, and I have to realize that, I mean, I, ha- I have to see all those things, and I have to um, be for sure that that's the key before I let somebody else in, just so easily. Yeah. Maybe even put like two or three locks on there. <laughs> yeah. protect,
0: protect yourself a
1: little? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't know why I I felt like she hurt me, like she broke my heart. But then again, we wasn't dating, so how did she break? How would she break my heart? Anyways, he I don't know because I let her in and I got attached to her. In my mind, we were together. Today was like a breakup. Yeah, well, you know what
0: I mean. Well, it's just she was sending sending some pretty serious mixed signals. You know, you start off that first night telling you that y'all are just going to be friends and you're going to be best friends and whatever. She comes over here, sits down on this podcast and reiterates that message. And then two days later, she leans in and kisses you, initiates the taking it further than just friends. Yes. Even though now that's not placing any blame on her because... You sat here two nights ago and said that you were going the friend's route, but your intentions the entire time was to be more than that because you've always been attracted to her and you've always wanted
1: more than that. Yeah. So I could have influenced her a little bit. Yeah. We could we have influenced each other, but things have changed.
0: Things have changed. I also told uh, you a couple it. nights ago that you still can salvage it. You still can be friends with her, whatever. But you got to be able to hold yourself to that. Hold yourself to some accountability.
1: I'm going to start doing that after tonight. I haven't been doing it very well.
0: What are you going to do different? You got to do something different because you do the same shit over and over again. I mean, it's the same. We started episode one of this.
1: Yeah, I'm going to change the way I talk to her. I'm going to change the way I am around her. I'm not going to be all touchy and I'm not going to be throwing out those, those slick... You know, romantic.
0: No more spitting game?
1: Yeah, no more, you know, whatever they call it. Where you talk a talk girl up and everything. <laughs> yeah. But, and the hugging, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about the hugging. Because I can tell when, when she gives me a hug. And I can tell if it's a hug like she's like, uh, you know, just like a friendly hug and like a, you know, a romantic hug. And last night she was giving me the, the craziest romantic hugs ever, and then today it was kind of like a friendly hug. So, I mean, if she tries to give me a hug, I mean, if she tries to give me a hug, then yeah, but I'm not gonna let it affect me, you know.
0: And fu- the reality so, is, with the fucking, with the corvid going on, that bitch is. Working every single night around all these people, you probably shouldn't be hugging her, period, no matter what. Yeah, she
1: hugged like, like two or three different yeah. people. <laughs> right in front of you. Yeah, that, that's not very safe.
0: Fuck no, it's not.
1: I'm just going to tell her I don't feel safe hugging her because of COVID.
0: Just, I mean, you don't have to bring it up unless she initiates it then she be like, whoa, whoa. He's always the one
1: initiating it. Yeah, we'll
0: just stop her at that time.
1: I've only, I've initiated a couple of them, okay? You don't have to to tell me.
0: I know you have. (laughs) Lover boy. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. Dude, it's just crazy how the universe just threw me a fucking fastball, man, right? As I was fucking on this shit, you know, trying to start my change. I don't know, bro. You kind of fucking
0: initiated some of this. You spoke some of this into the universe. Because you came over here, the first, as soon as you found out that she broke up with that dude, you were like, I want a hippie chick. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Is it truth or the truth? Yeah, man. Before you even spent any time with her. Before you knew you even had a chance. <laughs> the little fucking gears, the little gears were moving in your head, So And then you're...
1: Yeah, I was already setting myself up to fail. I don't know what the fuck my problem is. The universe the
0: universe just gave you what you fucking thought you wanted is all that happened. <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah. I'm always blaming it on something else. I even blamed it on the universe this time. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, that's a characteristic of, right? What? Addiction. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right. We're always Are blaming. You? We're always it's...
0: blaming. Always blaming somebody.
1: Yeah, if Kayla didn't didn't kiss me, you know, if Kayla didn't hug me, if Kayla didn't do this, when it's me that's fucking the one that letting it inside me, you know.
0: Yeah, she invited me into her bed. She kissed me. She initiated it—the hug or whatever, you know. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, so you're gonna go hang out there tomorrow?
1: I guess that's the plan, man. But things change.
0: I gotta start. uh cleaning up my house a little bit my mom's coming on Monday so I gotta start getting ready for my mom to be here
1: well things change dude change things boy I think things change um I'll come up there and chill with you alright
0: man do what you gotta do son do what you gotta do to do the right thing
1: yeah see what I'm thinking well, don't, I don't know how this is gonna go though cause camping thing because she's I've only got one tent. And I well actually she's got a tent too. You're not responsible for her
0: camping shit if you're just friends. You're responsible for yourself yeah. and she can responsible was, for herself.
1: But I was thinking about um I forgot that she had a tent and I I thought that we only had one tent and I didn't know how that was gonna work out. I didn't really want to stay in one tent with her. I didn't want to stay in the same tent with her. With one like little ass twin match hair mattress. So uh, I was like uh, thinking that but now I remember now that she has a, her own tent mm-hmm. so that should be okay. We should, I should, that should be okay. But does she have an air mattress?
0: It's, you're not responsible another, for it. her if this is the way things are gonna be if this is the way that she wants things to be then you're not fucking responsible for that shit, no? Okay. Don't you agree?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want her sleeping on the ground, though, because the ground's fucking hard. She not... doesn't have one. I'm gonna
0: it. You're going to give her your um, air mattress?
1: Yeah, I was going to sleep on the ground. If what, I had what...
0: To. what does that sound like?
1: I don't know. I thought it was selflessness. Selflessness.
0: Yeah, it's different. It's like volunteering at the fucking retirement home and shit like that. It's not fucking... That is the codependency. What you're, what you just described, is codependent.
1: Sacrificing my own comfortability.
0: Yeah, sacrificing your own well-being. <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna be like, bitch. I got my own air mat. I got my air mattress in my tent. And I got it set up in here. So, <laughs> Selfless. My fault. Yeah. Like, she's gonna be. She's gonna be wanting to try and get in my tent and not up with me, just because I got the air mattress. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get the hell out of here! This is my gonna, fucking tent. You ain't gonna do that. Yeah, man. Okay. I'm a changed man. Uh, this is a horse you can bet on, right now. Even though the right, my uh, track record looks bad, dude. This is a this is a new horse. As soon in as the race, buddy.
0: As soon as we get off the phone, I'm making a phone call to Vegas, and I'm putting all my money on the opposite. Everything I own. Yeah,
1: man, you can bet on this horse. I ain't gonna fucking falter, man.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know though if she shows me shows me the boobies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's gonna be walking around that camp. She's gonna be walking around that campsite with no clothes on, and then what?
1: It's a it's game over. No, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll tell her, you know, yeah, yo, this I can't, you're gonna have to put some clothes on. It's, uh, it's affecting me. Yeah, I can't, can't look at, I can't be around you like, like that. It's making me think things of you that are not friendship material.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, you need to get to bed.
1: Yeah, man, I'll probably forget everything I fucking learned today at work when I when I go to sleep and have uh, to relearn it tomorrow. Uh,
0: the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Just like anything else. Just like this stuff we're talking about, just like your job. All that stuff.
1: Seems like I have since I started my recovery this time I'm having trouble with retaining knowledge and um remembering things. But journal helps with that and uh I don't know I think that's pretty re- normal man. I'm retaining it. This- <clears throat> It's normal. Does that get better? Or is it just stay like... like I mean,
0: yeah, it gets better.
1: Just my brain healing?
0: Your brain's got to heal, man. You know? Yeah. Heal that motherfucker, son.
1: You can do it. Yeah, it doesn't... I need need to start taking care of my brain. I've been staying up without... It can't heal though. It,
0: it it can't heal if you don't start taking care of it. Staying up all night, sitting at the waffle house drinking coffee and then going straight to work and fucking not eating right, not getting a good night's sleep. That's just bare minimum shit that you gotta do to fucking heal heal yourself. Good night's sleep and eating. Boom. Two most important things. To heal. Period. No questions asked. No, no doubt about it. The moment I stop yeah. doing those two things, I'm fucked. I'm vulnerable to who knows what.
1: Yeah, man. Well, brother, uh, it's been good talking to you, and I appreciate all the knowledge that you've been pouring into my cup from the well. Uh, I'm going to get some sleep, man. All
0: right, man. Don't let your meat meatloaf, son. <laughs>
1: okay, you got me thinking about Kayla walking around fucking naked at the campground now. Well... Got me me excited.
0: Behave yourself. All right, man. All right, dude. Later. All right, peace, bro. That motherfucker doesn't stand a chance, son. Shit. He don't stand a chance. I guess we'll be doing some podcasts without his ass in the days to come. Let's see. I'm fucking around. Going through the old audio and uh, fucking around. On a special
2: little project for him So
0: Good call buddy Good call Good call Talk to you later
2: Yeah I remember watching Fire your Bill When I was young then And he would tell you To let me show you something But he would go do the things That he was trying to tell you To be safe about And mess his own self up Don't be like that I don't know what be going through That mind these days You like the die the blind these days I will not get up You're really trying these days can't begin your fire feel alone. You can't begin your fire feel alone. You can't begin your fire feel below. I do meditating just to keep my mind right. It's only right to stay focused when you're trying to live life. Every day won't be as pleasant, every day won't feel nice. But you gotta keep it moving. You can never lose sight. No end. got lead by itself, Cause these people watching. Oh, Stay locked in on your goals Can't be with you, I should know Can't talk about your plans Gotta keep them on the low Everybody not your friends They don't wanna see you no. And time and time again I tell my people don't look down See we gotta keep on moving Keep our feet on solid ground See I don't care if I don't apologize the shots For every move Cause I wanna see you win I don't have no point to blow I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. See, I know the two are chosen, I just wanna help you grow. I do, I do, I do, I do. See, I know the two are chosen, I just wanna help you grow. I don't know what be going through that mind these days. You harder like the blind, lean the blind these days. I will not get up, you really trying these days. But you can't begin your fire, my your feel on You can't get your fire, my shit feel long. You can't begin your fire marcher bill alone You can't begin your fire marcher bill You can't begin your fire marcher bill alone I won't let my babies go astray That's why I pray that I stay grounded Gotta keep my babies safe God help me lead the way I can't feel I came too far You would think I would be crazy If you seen the things I saw Ain't no envy in my heart I'm no hate against my brothers so I that lady say she love me But she never keep me covered I don't know if I can trust but she got my kids I looked inside the mirror, I asked myself what you did I tried to do my best, but that was not enough I know that I am chosen, I ain't never given up I gotta pull myself together, I got visions, I got dreams don't no matter what I'm facing, I won't let you take my peace What is for me in reach? No need for me to see Cause everything I need, he placed it all in me What is for me in reach? No need for me to see Everything I need, he placed it all in me No fire marshal, pill. I don't know what be going through that mind these days It's sorta of like the blind, lean the blind these days I will not get up, you're really trying these days you can't begin your fire marshal below 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 can't begin your fire mushroom bill on earth i No fire mushroom bill yeah. Let me try you something No fire Let me show
0: you something